well, like mm -hmm. have our own uh, uh, show that mm -hmm. we exist online. Gotcha. And that is the goal. That's, that's the goal of the social media shutdown. Totally get you. I just started recording just in case we get into it. Or you say something really gem dropping and I won't miss <laughs> it. So I just decided to just start it, but we will start officially wherever, wherever, but I just hit the button. Okay. okay, I got you. Okay, well, I for it because the reason why I'm for your blackout is because we are the majority on the networks, understand? So even our teens are the majority. When you watch those TikTok videos, it is our teens. When you watch scrolling through, have you ever, no, I tell people this, but I'm sure you've noticed it. When you go through our timeline, majority of the posts and video that you see are of black people right yes yes so i'm like if we just boycott everything this is this is it for us it's and this, the thing is when we are on there oh we are so creative right in our nature that we can make things happen but these other companies um these these companies that, that are not uh black owned they steal mm -hmm. our creativity and they twist it and use creativity that we're putting out there we're not trademarking yes. our creativity we're not copyright our information and then it's Agreed. stolen and it's, yes. it's reutilized by these companies that that are making millions and millions and billions of dollars on I us yeah. and we're still stuck in the same place Agreed. hi welcome to culture healing we're going on welcome this culture healing hi welcome to culture healing hi welcome to culture healing Welcome to Culture Healing. Greetings. Welcome to Culture Healing. And this is your host. Guys, welcome to Culture Healing. So today I am totally excited about this collaboration because this is going to be something that is going to show that we are united. So this is why I'm excited about it. So I will let my Yes, introduce himself as I don't know much about um, him. And I usually tell them that I am not going to be the one to pretend to know you and say you have this book or you do this. No, I will let them do that for themselves and then we vibe. So without no further ado, please welcome my um, co-host, Dave. Thank you for having me, Alana. No um, so <clears throat> I'm Dave Bowen, uh, born and raised in Trinidad and Tobago. I moved to the U.S. when I was uh, 18, 17, going on 18 years old, yeah. and I was big into uh, I was big into arts and craft. I was I used to sketch, I used to draw, so I was I had that creative side. Um, I'm 33 years old. I joined the military uh, like six months after I came up. I joined the Coast Guard, U.S. Coast Guard. I did seven oh. years in the U.S. Coast Guard. Uh, after the Coast Guard, I went back. I went to back to college in New York. I went to John Jay College of Criminal Justice. I studied criminal justice there. I got a bachelor honors degree. And, and from there, I, um, I decided to co continue my pursuit of creativity. So I'm a self-taught web designer as well. I've been self-teaching myself since 2005, I believe, five or six. Okay. And I can say I'm, I'm well-versed in web design at this point. Um, I also like to, like to travel with my wife. Mm. Um, we travel all over. We try to get inspiration, um, mm. because a lot of times people don't, 
people don't understand that you get inspiration from going outside your comfort mm. zone. And when we travel, that gives us inspiration. And that gives us, when we come back to the United States, we're like, ah, you know what? This is what we can do. And that's why I'm big into philanthropy. Mm. Uh, because I want to use my my uh, my my skill set, my utilities, everything that I have in order to provide for people that don't have. Mm. And that's the ultimate goal. So um, right now, um, I do web design. Mm. I, I do it mostly uh, for people that are serious about, you know, if they want to start a business, mm-hmm. I do web design for them. And I and I just work with my wife on, on this black and website. So, oh, yeah, I love it. So tell us about, about your black man website and the reason why you decided to start it and all of that. So when I came to the state, you know, and when growing up in Trinidad and Tobago, there wasn't, I grew up more around people like myself, mm-hmm. black people, and there wasn't, I didn't see any type of, racism was there, of course, between yeah. the blacks and the Indians. Indians, but I didn't see yeah any type of racism until I came to the United States. Mm. When I came to the United States, um, uh, I was still naive, right? Mm. I was still young because oh, I didn't see it back then. So when I came to the United States, I was like, man, I, I don't really see anything. And I joined the military. I, I met my now wife in California mm-hmm. and she started opening up my eyes about racism and uh, police brutality and all those things. And I, I I understand her a bit, but still I I wasn't I was still naive. Yeah, I was still right. naive. And because I've experienced a couple of um I I've experienced racism in the military, mm-hmm. outside of the military, discrimination. I've brought mm-hmm. it up to my supervisor in the military and they didn't do anything with it. And uh months go by and then he come back and told me that hey, uh, he apologized for not bring up this issue. So mm-hmm. that stuck with me. And when I uh, when I got out of the military, I went back to uh, to New York to study mm-hmm. criminal justice. But I wanted to understand uh, what black people uh, are going through in the United States. Mm-hmm. Like where where does all all this came from? Mm-hmm. So I took a class in uh, Africana studies. Even though mm-hmm. I was doing criminal justice, I took a class in Africana studies. Um, and I, even though I also criminal justice taught a little things too about racism, such as the the broken windows theory and all that mm-hmm. stuff, right? But I took a class in Africana studies, and that's when I was mind blown. Um, mm. My awake—I—I—I I, I always tell people this: my awakening began mm. because at that point I started to realize, wow, this is what Black Americans have been going through for a lot. This is what a lot of Black people in the world have been going through, mm-hmm. and I'm experiencing it firsthand. Yeah. So from that point, my drive was to try to formulate um, a platform where we could come together. Um, because I'm a self-taught web designer. So mm-hmm. I, I tried different mediums. I tried uh, making different platforms work, but it wasn't working. It wasn't working at all. It wasn't sticking. Mm. Uh, because a lot of times people are more into gossip, right? Yes. Um, when yes. there's a movement going, when there's a serious movement going, people are there for the short period of time. Yes, and then they they switch and then they're back to their gossip, right? Mm-hmm. So... Uh, my wife, me and my wife was talking. So we always look for something to inspire people. We also look for something to uh, to help the community. So we were just talking. And we were just like, honey, let's let's just start a, a social media website. Hmm. No forum. This is a social media website. People could come together and converse. And and then I and then I said we, we could start um uh, a black empowerment 
right? Mm -hmm. we, we could empower each other. But when people hear empowerment, people are thinking militant and, and mm -hmm. everything else. But mm -hmm. no, we, we can start empowerment. And then that's where Black M came from, the, word, mm -hmm. the words Black empowerment. Mm -hmm. So um, when, we, when, we got, when we got that information, we, we, we just went straight, straight with it. We, mm -hmm. we got the website. We got the brand up. Um, we started promoting our information online. Uh, we started talking to, talking to a lot of people about it. And here we are. We are almost 5,000 strong on the platform right now. Mm. And we're still growing. We're still trying to promote it, trying to push it. Mm -hmm. And But we do have an end goal. And I won't say end goal, but we do have um, a major goal that we want to pursue on the platform. It's not mm -hmm. only social media. You know, mm -hmm. it, it's it's better than the social media because mm -hmm. it brings us together mm -hmm. and we can discuss issue, issues or solutions within the community mm -hmm. in order to thrive forward. Okay. So I am trying to figure out, do you know about the Black Collision page on Facebook? Yes. I guess that's how can we end up following each other? Because they had an Instagram thing and they say now put your Instagram um, page there and everybody start following each other. I guess that's how can we got to following each other. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Probably because I know I have a I, my sister-in-law, my wife, they help out, that they post in those, uh, in those groups Group as well oh. to get the word out. So you might you. be right. Yeah, because it, it, it has to be from there because I can't remember ever seeing, because I keep track of who on my page because of the things that I post. And yeah. I don't really want no, not being racist, but I don't want to hurt the the other racist feelings with the things that I post. So I keep <laughs> it to a strict minimum of things that people that follow my page if you're degrading yourself or you're not about empowering and moving or relearning unlearning relearning i unfollow you and that's that right so i guess yeah. that's welcome so all right so i end up seeing his page and i saw that he wanted to organize a social media blackout in september and the reason why i reached out to him was because a few days before i saw his post i was like yo you do realize the person that we're talking to, you do realize that majority of the reposts and the videos on your timeline are of black people, understand? So yes. I think if we just stop, all of us just stop because we are the majority, things, they're, they're going to start to feel it in their pocket. Blocking out on a certain day saying that you're not gonna buy their products, it's not going to do them anything. God, that's not the whole world. But if you make a statement on their platform where they make their money, where we view their ads all the time, that is where it's going to hurt their money. So when it comes to YouTube, et cetera. So when I saw that, I was like, okay, I want to hear his point of view. So what is your point of view for wanting your blackout in September that you're planning? Tell us all about that. Well, okay. We, we drive the culture. Okay. We drive, I think we... we I think black people are the most entertaining people, the most creative people, right? We drive the culture, right? Company, these companies thrive off of us. They thrive off of us when we online. Our presence is dollars, is capital for these guys. So when uh, when we decide to to start social media shutdown, it's because we want to highlight black social platforms in the online in the online arena and that's from youtube that's from uh black platforms similar to youtube platforms similar to instagram uh platforms similar to uh the dating websites even right because mm -hmm. so, we're including everybody in the online online agenda right okay okay, okay. um 
we can do a lot of stuff online, but but a lot of things are, are technical now. A lot of things are, are on the online arena. So we have to become creative. We have to bridge the two. And we have to bridge the physical and the digital. Mm -hmm. And that's where that's where social media shutdown come in. Because look at Facebook right now. Facebook is worth, um, or, or Mark Zuckerberg, I should say, he's mm -hmm. worth about $86 billion, right? $86 mm -hmm. billion. You have Snapchat is worth about... Uh, 4.7 billion. Um, Mark Mark Zuckerberg owns Instagram and WhatsApp. So so that's billions of people that he has he has on there. Yeah. Billions, if not billions, right? That he has on there. Um, Twitter is worth, I think, with well, the last time I checked, probably about nine nine billion, I believe. Mm. So those numbers tell you something, right? It tells mm -hmm. you, hey, okay, those numbers don't go back in the black community. No, you don't. Those numbers poor. go to building their community, you know, exactly. their establishment, you know, funding their projects, right? Um, even though they have access to resources already, they're able to create resources and mm -hmm. we're still struggling to even have access to resources. Mm -hmm. so, so our collective power, if we decide to, if we can socially shut down on, on September 15th and drive traffic to black owned uh, social platforms, a lot of people are going to be aware of it. And I think um, we could shift that capital. We could shift that energy to our platform so we can start uh, building our community. Mm -hmm. I love it. I love it. I love it. So that will also include this up and coming TikTok as well, because um, a lot of people are there doing their thing too. So this is a good cause. I completely like it. Um, it's just that someone was saying to me because it was discussing it that they can also use that they if we make it known that we are going to do this because once it's dropped and a lot of people see it and we start to repost it people are going to be there especially once you put it in the black collision group they're going to want that but i love the idea but my uh worry right mm -hmm. is that they're going to see us planning a specific day for this and mm -hmm. plan something on that day and what i have heard is in September, Hillary and them, well, let me go back on the story that one mentioning here earlier. I told him that we he was talking about the Blackout Tuesday that we had a few months ago on um, Instagram. And I told him that I wasn't, I didn't want to be a part of that. Why? Because it was that time is when they were locking down New York. They were shooting people, pulling over people illegally. Yeah. And Instagram was the platform for us all around the world to actually repost and let the world see and they did not want that and all of a sudden a blackout Tuesday came into play where did that come from but then when you look behind all of the blackout images they were white people promoting it more than black people so it was an agenda and on that day as well Hillary went to court for her ring that she got with Pizzagate or whatever the case is mm -hmm. so that was a plot so with this being said she again have a court date in September, too. Really? Oh, yeah. I, I don't even follow <laughs> That's her. Like, I don't even follow her. I know. So that alone, they can use this that we are trying to do to block out to do anything. It, it is possible because um. So so what we're doing here, right? We we're not trying to be a trend, but mm -hmm. a lifestyle. This is a lifestyle. This is not a trend for us. We're not coming on and be like, hey, join our groups. Let social media shut down. Um. Uh, you know, you know, and, and that's it. No, mm. we have this is a commitment for us um, and for our future generation, our kids, our grandkids, and things like that, right? And 
right now the momentum is kind of slow. If you look at mm-hmm. we have a Facebook group, mm-hmm. and the reason why we have Facebook group is because Facebook is one of the is the biggest platform out there for social media, and everyone is on Facebook. So it, a lot of people want easy. A lot of people want on demand right there and then. So that's why we created a Facebook book where people can just transfer over to our group mm-hmm. and start organizing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so right now, the day, the day is still September 15. Mm-hmm. But if, once we start looking at how things is progressing, mm-hmm. you know, we might, we might have an update. That's why we need people to come to the group. Right. We need people to invite their friends. Mm-hmm. Our group link is in a, on our Instagram page. We need people mm-hmm. to invite their friends and family because things can change, right? I mean, mm-hmm. we, we, can go, we, we can be in a group and say, hey, um, they, there's a switch. And everybody right. will say, Got it. So, got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Because I'm all for this. And this is something that we should be, we should become aware of because we have most of our money power, spending power in our community. And that is the thing is a lot of people weren't aware of it. And the fact that we are now aware of it is when you see that a lot of people are coming out saying, oh, we are behind the movement, we are this. But do not let that sway you. They're only doing this because they have no choice and they're losing money. Remember, we are the ones that buy the most brand. We are the ones that party the most. We're the one that want these expensive cars and these houses, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. If we just stop and realize that these things truly aren't necessary, you could get a little baby car and dress it up and make her look cute. She doesn't have to be a Porsche, okay? That's true. So, so we, we just we sometimes we do go overboard with a lot of our spending okay. and um in regards to that like and and that's what these companies like right that's why we don't have our own uh because we don't have access to the resources right mm-hmm. um another thing that we're trying to highlight as well on these platforms is um they control the narrative when we're on these mm-hmm. platforms so when racism and, and, and racist comments, uh, black people experience trauma on these platforms, having to mm-hmm. see that every day, right? Yes, and then when we speak about these social justice issues, when we speak about these issues on these platforms, they want to silence our voice or they want to demonetize our videos on mm-hmm. YouTube and things like that. So this social media shutdown is, is supposed to address all that. It's supposed to show them, hey, you want to control us in the digital world? We're going we're gonna to create our own our yes. own element and then use our own element to benefit our community. Yes. So why do you think a lot of, uh, like you have Asians, you have Arabs, they, they go into the black community and they set up shops in America. Yeah. They have hair saloon, they have mm-hmm. bodegas, mm-hmm. they set up shops. And you would think that why would you go in a poor neighborhood or, yes. or a low income neighborhood and set yes. up shop, right? Well, because we buy a lot. All we spend time. our money a lot, right? Yes. You don't see those, you don't see those shops in wealthy neighborhoods. Nope. You don't. You don't at mm-hmm. all. So that should tell you right there. They know where the buying power is at. They exactly. Act on that buying power. And that's the thing that people are not focusing on. They're going in the poor community, right? So that they can get rich. Realize that these people get rich from poor people. Oh, Understand? <laughs> okay. Let, let that sink in. Pause this video and just let that sink in to you. Because they come to us, they get rich, and then they thick and they branch off on franchise here franchise there and that's that so we got a little baby shop here and our shopping franchising we are not going anywhere because you're going to the chinese who have products that is cheaper and more uh synthetic than your real stuff do you prefer to go there 
often come to your actual people. We need to get that mindset. But there was this video that happened, I don't know when, but it was back in the day when they're saying how to get the black man to buy. Secretary of Commerce of the United States. In the Department of Commerce, we are constantly alert to trends that mean a healthier national economy, better business for the nation as a whole. Recently, we have been interested in a rising young market, one that represents a huge potential for goods and services. I'm referring to the new Negro market. The tremendous buying power of this group is backed, of course, by an increased earning power. The average Negro family's income is at a record high. In fact, since 1939, it has increased more than the average income of all other Americans. Just take a look at a few figures. An official Department of Commerce report shows that at least one third of the Negroes living in cities earn from two to $5,000 a year. Today, the average Negro wage earner brings home a paycheck four times larger than the one he collected in 1939. As a whole, the Negro market has a total income of about $15 billion every year. And after taxes, Negro families still have many billions of dollars to spend. Here is a buying power that cannot help but have a tremendous effect on our national economy and on business prosperity in general. When these dollars are spent for a wide range of goods, services, and employment, business everywhere is bound to feel the impact. This new buying power has resulted in a class Negro market, a profitable, above-average income group of consumers. For example, the nation's largest newspaper and magazine research organization, Daniel Starch and staff, reports these significant figures. More than 51% of the readers of Ebony Magazine have a record player in their homes. Almost 64% own a television set and almost 78% enjoy the convenience of an electric refrigerator. It is also a fact, and this is from the magazine The Food Field Reporter, that Negroes spend almost $3 billion a year for food alone. Per capita, they buy more cosmetics, drugs, and toiletries than anyone else in the country. And their children are better educated, too, because since 1930, enrollment in Negro colleges is up 2,500%. But really, to recognize the importance of this class Negro market, we must realize that something has been happening economically in our country. People are on the move. The population is shifting. The makeup of metropolitan populations today is different than it was just a few short years ago. To give you a better idea of what we mean, we set up several cameras, candid cameras, in a number of shopping locations. Take a look at these shoppers. Notice what a large proportion of them are Negro. What's the reason? It's simply this. Negro families are moving into the cities where there are more job opportunities. Here they find occupations with more prestige and security, jobs that pay more money. As a result, Negro families today often make up the largest part of central city consumer prospects. A shoe store in Chicago's Loop, for example, reports that more than 50% of its customers are Negroes. 
In another case, a drugstore located at a transfer point in a non-Negro neighborhood finds that its Negro customers total 25%. The trend is plain. The new Negro families today are moving into more populated areas, to the cities, where there are more stores, more buying opportunities. Since 1940, in San Francisco alone, the Negro market has increased by 89%. In Chicago, by 81%. Houston, Texas, 45%. Philadelphia, 50%. The impact of this new buying force is so tremendous that actually in 14 major United States markets, a product cannot be number one without Negro support. A product must have the backing of this big new buying power to be a leader in the field. What do you have to sell? Chewing gum or cars? Toothpaste or transportation? Whatever it is, here are millions of prospects. And these prospects are everywhere. Negro customers can no longer be pigeonholed. They cannot be classified as prospects who trade only in certain stores, certain neighborhoods. Today, Negroes shop downtown. They shop in supermarkets. They shop in small neighborhood stores. They'll buy from anyone who wants to sell to them. But we all know that before you can sell to customers, you've got to get to know them. You must understand something about them. What do the Negro customers buy? Why do they buy? How do you sell to them? Let's find out. Let's hear the opinion of men who have spent a lifetime studying the buying habits of customers the world over. Here is what sales psychologists have to say about selling to the Negro. The secret of selling to the Negro is expressed in one word. That word is recognition. Now, there's nothing unusual about that. People want to be recognized. They need recognition. That's basic in all of us. But perhaps because he's had so little of it, the Negro needs even more. He needs to feel important and appreciated. This need is a very real and important one. It shows up even in many of the Negro's shopping habits. Anyone who sells or wants to sell to the Negro customer should know about some of these habits. Three habits in particular play a big part in every sales transaction. To begin with, most Negroes buy by brand. They ask for products by name. They're quick to turn down off brands. Do you wonder why? Well, listen to what this customer is thinking. Hmm. That last hat I bought just didn't hold up at all. You see, for a long time, the Negro has been sold a lot of shoddy, second-class merchandise. So now he asks for name brands in order to make sure he gets his money's worth. Buying by brand, that's the first important Negro buying habit. Now for the second. The Negro buys good quality merchandise. Symbols of quality and prestige are very important to the Negro customer. This woman, for example, is buying fine crystalware, but she is also buying the admiration and approval of her friends and relatives. Listen to her thoughts. My, isn't it beautiful? I can hardly wait to show it to Sally and Joan. It's a well-known fact that many Negro customers are influenced by the opinions of others. 
what their friends may think of a certain item. We can say that this was also a plan into getting black people to see material things as more than themselves. And the way you dress is the way people respect you. And that is why a lot of black people tend to buy brand names and want to lavishly wear all these jewelries and live in the suburbs and all that. Because once you're there, you feel like, you know what? My life is going to be better. I think it's smooth sailing. It is all survival. They know that we are trying to survive. So as long as we're in that survival mode and some trend comes saying, yeah, this is a new Gucci watch and me having this Gucci watch and all these girls on my arm and all that, that is a ploy for children to see that as if I buy this watch, then therefore I'm going to get this girl I like because I see that girls like this. It is all a plot to get you keep spending in their community. We have to sit down and watch at the the systematic programming and the, the little strategies that they use to get us to stay in the same spending zone and stop that. We are not gonna die if we don't spend money. You know, you, that, 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 is, that is true. Um, black people seek validation. Yes. Right? We, we, we all about validation yes, and we we're all about showing ourselves out there because we know we, know we are those that type of people we're creative right we 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 have knowledge we have understanding but our knowledge our understanding is not really together when i said together i mean that it's not like building our own manufacturers or yes. starting back our own um, black wall street right that, so so look at this that's how that's how china is able to sell their products for cheap right because mm -hmm. they're the manufacturers they they're a big manufacturing company. So when they when they create their products, yeah. they could come to the US and, and lowball, right? Yeah. I see that a lot, right? I, yes, I go on, on Walmart. I go on Walmart and I see this selling this particular item selling at, at, at a high price. Mm -hmm. And then I, I saw the same item selling at a lower price. And when I look at the name and I look at a company, the company goes yeah, back to China. Yeah, they're, sell, they're selling you the product and they're selling their product themselves at a cheaper price. Yes, they are. And he is correct. Like, check it. My boyfriend and I went a few months back to buy a light for our bicycle, right? Okay. And we bought the light. And then the, the guy said, do you want batteries too? We were like, uh, I think we got batteries. Like, no, this one is good. So we bought it. I wanted to see why he was forcing the issue. Uh -huh. So when I bought the battery, the battery is the same company as the light. And he has, wow. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, so this is what this is. So let me tell you, they're making sure that everything they sell to you is from their own place. As he said, yes, it's nothing to do. It's not from America. It's not from the black community. You can't go to these people and say, hey, I want to put my product on your shelf because I see that you have a lot of black people coming in and mm -hmm. let's try to make a profit. They'll tell you, no, they don't want your stuff. They'll more look at your ingredients and make it for themselves and sell it. So they don't they don't care about you. They care about your money though. A lot they care about your money. No, you, you you're right. They do. And and we have we have that buying power. Um the thing is in in America you have you have a lot a lot a lot of sections such as Chinatown, Japantown, um, right? You you don't really have you know, an, a black town or African mm -hmm. town, right? Mm -hmm. And when you, when you want, when we want to create something for ourselves, they call mm -hmm. us racist. They said, Thank you. why, why do we want to segregate? It's not that we Thank want to segregate, you. it's that, listen, 
other people are doing it. it not it's not considered, considered empowering their community, yes, right? Yes, please. When we do it, that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to empower our community because mm -hmm. we're not, we don't have access um, that they have. We don't mm -hmm. have that access. So we have to create our own access. Yeah. And by creating our own access, it means coming together, having a definite plan, definite goal, and, and seeing it through, not just mm -hmm. saying, hey, let's do this, and, and that's it. When I look at the, the Black Coalition, right, um, they, they, they had a plan, right, uh, to, to blackout. And mm -hmm. there's another plan be, behind it, like you told me. Yeah. They had a plan to blackout, right? And then after that plan, after that plan, it's like, okay, where do we go from here? So right. now we have blackout weekends, right? Yes. But then why not add blackout weekends to blacking out or, or, or shutting down social media as well? Mm -hmm. Because 24 hours is nothing. No. A lot of people find time to do a lot more things in 24 hours. They, mm -hmm. they watch, they, they, they're on their phone, they TikTok for 24 exactly. hours. Exactly. Right? They for 24 hours. Exactly. But to come together and do this, uh, we need more people to, to, yeah. you know, to be on the shutdown. Yeah, I agree. Listen, here's why I say that because I am still so skeptical that they're going to pull something. Because remember, we are here, we don't know what's happening to you guys. They're going to bomb you in the two days and then we're back at social media talking about, yay, and then all of a sudden New York is gone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, That's true. They're, they're, always, no, they're always plotting and planning ahead. Exactly. Of them, right? So if it's like random, I would, I'm all for random because my worry is what's happening with you guys over there. That is most of our Caribbean issue at this point. Our people are there. So we got to make sure that you guys are straight and, and nothing is happening to you guys. But um, I was going to say this. Oh, I was going to say that when you watch um, Black Wall Street, I know a lot of people are not aware that they didn't just go bomb Black Wall Street. Yes, we were making money or whatever, but it was a reason. The reason was written about more than ancient Egypt. That's a fact. Now, we also know when Constantine, well, excuse me, when Alexander the Great, once they took over Egypt, we know during the Ptolemaic era that once they got all our sacred papery, once they got everything that we wrote on that was sacred, all of our knowledge, they got all our scrolls and they put it all in the Alexandria library. And we know that library was burned to the ground, therefore burning all our proof, all of our sacred documents, everything that we held dear, everything that we knew was on those papery and they burned it to the ground. Now, me personally, I think they got all the information out before they burned it to the ground, but you know, we can't prove that. But as you can see, they've been covering up our past, trying to erase it. We also know that once the, uh, once the pyramids, once ancient Egypt became unburied from the sand, because it had been buried in the sand for hundreds of years, and we know around the 1800s, uh, 17, 1800s, when it was being uncovered, that they was going in and they was chiseling all the noses off of the statues. They was trying to do everything to not show that ancient Egypt was black. They chiseled the nose, the noses off of statues. They chiseled the lips off of statues. They, they chiseled the features that would show without a doubt that this statue is black, that these people are African, that these are African people. We know that it was Napoleon and his troops that blew the nose off the Sphinx. That was documented. The Los Angeles Times actually documented that as well. So it's like, what's going on here? If this was about making these people money, if it wasn't about hiding the history of a people, if it wasn't about reprogramming the people and oppressing the people and taking away their history, if it wasn't about that, then why are they trying to hide our past? Why did they not teach us our past? Why 
did not tell us about the civilizations and the empires that black people had, but yet they themselves are trying to steal our past and pass ancient Egypt off as a white civilization. What is going on? So if it was about Jesus coming to save us from sin or Allah coming to save us from sin, if it was about that, why not tell us, why not show us the sin that we had? Why not show us our ancient races, our ancient civilizations and what they was doing that was so bad that you had to enslave us to save us from it? Why not show us these things? Why destroy it? Why hide it? And why, why do they choose to, amongst themselves, study our ancient civilizations, African civilizations amongst themselves and tell us that we were monkeys and savages running around in the jungle, unsophisticated, uneducated and not smart? I hope y'all paying attention because this is just the beginning. I'm just setting the stage for something much more deeper. I have to show you, you know, the beginning of where the stuff is starting from for you to really get later on what this whole system is and what it's about. So now you can see kind of sort of the premise where it's kind of stemming from a little bit. So I hope y'all been paying attention. I hope y'all strapped in. It's going to get a lot more deeper. This is like just the beginning. And if you a conscious person, then you know exactly where I'm kind of going to maybe, but um, I'm alluding to a lot of things so far, but this is just a premise. I'm setting the stage for something a lot more. And you know, as they was talking about, you see, they was hiding a lot of our past. The, Smith the Smithsonian is well known for hiding a lot of artifacts found by black people. We know about the Omex. We know the Omex heads that was found down in Mexico. Bullshit back and forth as to the real reason why. Now, when you look at history, you can kind of see what really happened. And we know the South was, of course, making so much money. The North was not doing so well, you know, it was problems. So, you know, the only way to really combat that was to abolish slavery, you know, weaken the South and um, set the people free, you know. But it's, it's so much more to that, and we ain't got enough time to get into why that was really, really done. But in any case, Lincoln freed the slaves. Okay, so before I go past the 1930s, I really want you to understand something. After over 400 years of slavery in America, after we was free and a lot of black people starved to death, we went through a rough time after slavery for a little while. Guess what? Black people flourish because we are built like that. When we come together, these, these free slaves, they united under a common goal to survive, to be successful, to be something. And they did well. You know, with documentaries like uh, Hidden Colors, one, two, and three, they show you that we invented a lot of things. We had a lot of inventions stolen from us. And you also have to remember, we were the ones running all the farms. We was the one plowing and doing all the agricultural things and taking care of the white man's business. So we knew the business. We knew how to do things. We knew we had labor skills. So we were able to do great things. So don't let them tell you that we was poor after slavery, that the, we needed the white man's help, we needed their welfare. Don't let them tell you that because we know for a fact, Black Wall Street was the absolute apex of success for the black person after slavery. Now, if you don't know about Black Wall Street, take a look at this and see what I'm talking about. So the date was June 1st, 1921, when Black Wall Street the name fittingly given to one of the most affluent all-black communities in America was bombed from the air and burned to the ground by mobs of envious whites. 
in a period spanning fewer than 12 hours, a once thriving 36 block black business district in northern Tulsa lay smoldering, a model community destroyed in a major African-American economic movement resoundingly diffused. The night's carnage left some 3,000 African-Americans dead and over 600 successful businesses lost. Amongst these were 21 churches, 21 restaurants, 30 grocery stores, and two movie theaters, plus a hospital, a bank, a post office, libraries, schools, law offices, and a half dozen private airplanes, and even a bus system. As could be expected, the impetus behind it all was the infamous Ku Klux Klan working in consort with ranking city officials and many other sympathizers. The description of Black Wall Street, or Little Africa as it was also known, would be to liken it to a mini Beverly Hills. It was the golden door of the black community during the early 1900s, and it proved that African Americans had successful business infrastructure. That's what Black Wall Street was all about. The dollar circulated 36 to 1,000 times, sometimes taking an entire year for the currency to leave the community. Now, in 2009, a dollar left the black community in less than six hours. As far as resources, there were PhDs residing in Little Africa, black attorneys and doctors. One doctor was Dr. Barry, who also owned the bus system. His average income was $500 a day, a hefty pocket of change in 1910. During that era, physician owned medical schools. There were also pawn shops everywhere, jewelry stores, churches, restaurants, and movie theaters. It was a time when the entire state of Oklahoma had only two airports, yet six blacks owned their own airplanes. It was a very fascinating community. The area encompassed over 600 businesses in a 36 square block area with a population of 15,000 African Americans. And when the lower economic Europeans looked over and saw what the black community created, many of them were jealous. When the average student went to school on Black Wall Street, he wore a suit and tie because of the morals and respect that they were taught at a young age. The mainstay of the community was to educate every child. Nepotism was a word they passionately believed in. The main thoroughfare was Greenwood Avenue and it was intersected by Archer and Pine Streets. From the first letters of each of these names you get GAP and that's where the renowned R&B music group The Gap Band got its name. They were from Tulsa. Black Wall Street was a prime example of the typical black community in America that did business. But it was an, in an unusual location. You see, at that time, Oklahoma was set aside to be a black and Indian state. There were over 28 black townships there. One third of the people who traveled in the terrifying Trail of Tears alongside the Indians between 1830 to 1842 black governor, a treasurer from Kansas named McDade. But the Ku Klux Klan said that if he assumed office, that they would kill him in less than 48 hours. A lot of blacks owned farmland, and many of them had gone into the oil business. The community was so tight and wealthy because they traded dollars hand to hand, and because they were dependent upon one another as a result of the Jim Crow laws. It was not unusual that if a resident's home accidentally burned down, it could be rebuilt within a few weeks by neighbors. This was the type of scenario that was going on day to day on Black Wall Street. When blacks intermarried into the Indian culture, some of them did receive their promised 40 acres in a mule. And with that came whatever oil was later found on the properties. On Black Wall Street, a lot of global business was, con was conducted. 
The community flourished from the early 1900s until June 1, 1921. That's when the largest massacre of non-military Americans in the history of this country took place, and it was led by the Ku Klux Klan. Imagine walking out of your front door and seeing 1,500 homes being burned. It must have been hor horrifying. Interview survivors believe that the whole thing was planned due to the fact that white families with their children stood around on the borders of the community and watched the massacre, the looting, everything, much in the same way they would watch a, lynch a lynching. The spectator activity is where the word picnic is derived from. You see, it was typical to have, a, have community gatherings on Friday evenings in Oklahoma. The word was short for pick a nigger, to lynch that is. They would lynch a black male and cut off body parts as souvenirs. This went on every weekend in this country. That's where the term really came from. The cause of the massacre was simply racial economic jealousy. A lot of white folks had come back from, the, from World War I and they were poor. When they looked over into the black communities and realized that black men who fought in the war had come home as heroes and helped, that helped trigger the destruction. It cost the black community everything and not a single dime of restitution, no insurance claims, has ever been awarded to the victims to this day. So you can see that, as I was talking about earlier, once black people unify, once we come together and we do something great, because you know what? Modern day, you hear it all the time. White people say, oh, black people are just lazy. Oh, you know, they don't want to do nothing. You will see throughout this video and you will see in history, every instance, every time that black people has unified and come together in success, we were taken down by white people. We were taken down by jealous people. Our whole situation was destroyed every time we came together and united and had success. I was showing you before about the Songhai people. They came together, they was united. It doesn't matter what religion we are under. When we come together, we flourish. The Songhai people was doing well, they were taken down. You see Black Wall Street taken down. Whenever we come together, and I'm gonna show you a couple more instances in this video that that happened, we are taken down. So we see Black Wall Street was great. We were doing great things. And that's in the 20s, that was in the 1920s. So this whole thing is gonna bring me to one of my heroes, one of my favorite people of all time, of course, Marcus Garvey. Now you gotta understand, Marcus Garvey did everything I'm talking about this system. Marcus Garvey knew something was up in America. He knew that we could not get it done here. We needed to go back home. He knew what Africa really was. And today they have made you all ashamed of being African. They have made you ashamed of Africa and being associated with that country. But Marcus Garvey knew what it was. Now that you've been watching and really paying attention to this video, you can see that there's a sort of tone to what I've been saying. And basically the tone is this. Black people are not going to be allowed to be successful as a people. They are not going to be allowed to unite as a people. And none of that is more evident than Marcus Garvey and what he tried to accomplish with the whole Pan-African movement. Now, as I said, Marcus Garvey knew what Africa was. They weren't spending money with them anymore and their community were actually getting poor. Yes. So they weren't getting back the money. So remember, they were t telling us that we couldn't use their toilets, that we couldn't work for them, we couldn't be on their land. So mm -hmm. because they restricted us from access to them, we got access to ourselves. But yeah. with that, 
they didn't get money back in their community because their people were farming and doing their own thing and no one wasn't spending as much as the blacks were spending. So they burnt it down, which then forced us back into the community and then they dropped the law of working. We could have gone back working with them. We could have started using their toilets. We could have started um, doing business with them and trading and stuff like that, which wasn't really much for us anyways. And that is how come they start by getting the money into their pockets and start building their community again. And we came down. So it wasn't just, oh, they were jealous and they decided I'm going to burn your house because your house looked better than mine. No, they were losing money. So we have the power to do that again. And we can do that again because why we are more aware of their tactics. We've been using the same strategy for years. We just need to study them. And the fact that they're using this ploy in saying that we are trying to segregate is another freaking, uh, what was the word I was going to use earlier? Um, that is another psychological play that they're it using. Is, it is. They're that gaslighting is us. Boom. They're gaslighting us. Exactly. You know, uh, because um like you said when we had our black wall street we had our own everything we had our own buses we had we had our own Thank stores you. we we were you know when i read about it man we, we were doing really good for ourselves Very. right and then <laughs> clothes and, and then, everything they did short they did short and, and i and you, you brought up that point that they they showed us because they needed our money right mm -hmm. so that shows you right there that shows you right there that we have the ability to come together mm -hmm. and and change narrative i mean a lot of like I I would be on a black coalition and, and I would post my um post my, my link mm -hmm. whatever and then I would hear people saying okay why why can't we just stay on Facebook and uh, and communicate and I was like okay I mean I mean that's not stuff we're not telling you to leave Facebook I mean it's, right. it's your choice but right. we should have a different alternative in order to yes. in order to empower our community mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. but. When people look at empowerment, I'm gonna bring it back off of, uh, from earlier in the video. When people look at mm -hmm. empowerment or black empowerment, when you put black empowerment, they they think that it's a militant group. They think yes. it's racist. They think it's it's not that. What we mm -hmm. what we want to get across is black empowerment is the ability to 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 have you know my kids look at me and say, hey, dad, I want to be just like you when mm -hmm. I grow up. Right? I, I want to be able to to build myself, do for own, right? Um, I want to be able to be good in finance. I want to be educated, right? Mm -hmm. I want to, like, if you want to become a, a um, computer science expert, mm -hmm. right, you should have, you could have the ability to do that as well. And that's what empowerment is. Mm -hmm. It's not, it's not saying, Hey, we hate people. Mm -hmm. We don't want to be next to you. Mm -hmm. No, it's not that it's, it's saying that, Hey, let's come together as a community. Let's teach our young kids, let's yes. teach our teens and tell them, Hey, you you don't have to be where you are right now, right? Yeah. You could utilize we could utilize our minds together, our, yes. our power together and start building our own companies, mm -hmm. our manufacturing companies, you know, our grocery stores. Yes. Building. Yes. And that's empowerment. Mm -hmm. so, I agree with you because when you look at the African people, like that guy that built the windmill when they were in um I seen that movie the, on Netflix, right? right? Yes. Yeah. Now yeah. understand that there are a million of him in Africa. Understand that fact. That, that, no. That's true, yeah. So yeah. you wanted to say something before I make a point? I don't want you to forget anything. No, 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 no. it's called The Boy Who Harnessed the Wind. Boom, there we yeah. go. And if you haven't watched it, go watch it. It is a good movie, understand. Now, 
he they're more like him there's this guy i can't remember so i'll just put it there and put this is what i want to say because <laughs> i know there's this doctor that cures something the other day she's from africa as well and this guy that built this um computer software or something like that he's from africa now if we can get we some good african people who can say we can get our own app that run better than Facebook, that run better than Instagram, leave Mr. Zuckerberg and his app and use our own black app. We have intelligent people in our community that can build an app like WhatsApp, Facebook, all of those things. We are too distracted because they're making us distracted from creating something like this so that way we will continue, aka Black Wall Street, all over again. This is another modern day Black Wall Street that they're doing here so that we don't focus. So now if we can find someone, resource somebody who is able to make an app for the Black community and we can use that app, create a stock market for the Black community and use that and start putting back our money in the community. But I don't see a person that can create an app in the Black community right now because we're not looking. That's true. So, okay, so... Blackm.com. Mm -hmm. if, if you sign on Blackm.com and you look at, look at the thread and everything, you would see um, you would see content that you can use, right? Um, you would see content that that's not degrading because we we don't allow that on our platform. We don't allow degrading content. Uh, we we want to push we want to push a lot of uh, empowerment content, right? And we have we have a bunch of people on there that are like minded. Like if you go on our platform, you will see people are people people are poets. People are um, People are putting excerpts of their information uh, with a black experience. People are communicating, right? And and people just come together. So the goal of Black M um, uh, that, that that we see in the future is to bring all of that to life, bring all of mm. that uh, tangible, right? Mm -hmm. So that way um, we can we, we can focus on a goal, one goal at a time, or mm -hmm. two goals at a time, depending mm -hmm. on how much people we have. And we could go to Africa and mm -hmm. and and put, provide resources to these people. Yes, you know, these, who, who have that knowledge and understanding yes, to, to do for themselves and, and, and explore on that. Yes, and that's, that's the goal of that's the goal of Black M. Like people are, a lot of people look at it. Oh, another social media platform. No, we could be another social media platform, but no, yeah, we, we really have big goals behind this platform, yeah. and we need people to, to to join to sign up and start seeing our experience mm -hmm. when you look at our when you look at our instagram you see nothing but empowerment you see mm -hmm. um, us writing um yes. we're taking our time we're writing what affects us we're writing how we can be better for us and things like that and when when somebody's putting a lot of work into that putting their heart into writing those content it, it's coming from a place of of nothing but love right yes. nothing about hey i want to see I want to see our um, our community grow, right? Mm -hmm. We're not we're not here saying, "Hey, come join us and pay us, and so mm -hmm. we can get bigger." No, we, my wife and I is funding everything. Mm -hmm. we're, we're using our money from our own pockets and fund fund everything that we're doing right now. Mm -hmm. We're getting our our, our flyer, flyers made. Uh, we're getting our our business card made. You know, we're doing it ourselves. We're not saying people, "Hey, donate to our cause." No, mm -hmm. we want to show people that, "Hey, we can come together with, without finance, and yes. we can build something that will produce enough finance later on yeah. for our community." Yeah, we have to get away from that um, that crab in a bucket psychological programming and realize that you are not being a crab in a bucket off of your own free will. Realize that they've put that mentality in you 
because of this conversation him and I are having right now. Understand, they do not want us to see each other again, like literally see each other, <laughs> understand? So we need to get away from that and realize that you actually don't want to be that way. And you can see the desperation of our Black people wanting that Black um, community, wanting that Black love in terms of brotherhood, sisterhood, everything again, because this is who we are. We love each other and we want to do it, but because we are fearful of who may or may not betray us, that is why we are not able to move forward. And I always tell people, what you fear is what you attract, understand? Fear is an attraction. If you are fear that something is going to go haywire, it's going to go haywire. So we need to come out of that lazy mindedness. The fact, when you, the point that you brought up earlier about somebody saying why we can't do it here in Facebook, don't don't say that because that is another that is another way of saying I am too lazy to want to transfer over and do this over there. This is why we are going to be stuck because you are lazy. You too tummy. Stop being tummy. <laughs> and, and do and do other things in 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 terms of getting this up. We have to move. We have to get active into getting this done, or else we're gonna stay stuck in these people's plan. And they are trying to do this one world currency, this one world order. What do you think will happen to us if this happened? And let me put this out there. Don't get this twisted. They're not doing this one world order for one. Understand? They're doing this one world order because the Chinese are coming up and they don't want the Chinese to take over. So in order for that not to happen, they have to make sure there is one currency and one government. This is nothing for we, okay? So please, this is stop being lazy. People, stop being so lazy about change. The change is for us, it's for your children because when we die, cause we getting old, okay? Yeah. Who you think? Yep. Yep. We're going to be leave, leaving in this world, our children. Now look at the world we are leaving for our children. They have nothing, especially here in the Caribbean. We don't own a lot of stuff, okay? We don't have a lot of businesses here. Yes, we are, are fortunate not to have certain racist activities, but that's about it. We are still here under the mental slavery mentality, and we are not pushing for anything, okay? So if our brothers overseas are trying to fight this the least we can do is stop being tom lazy and move do something here as well so that way we show you a united front even if we're faking it until we make it for now we show a united front to have this come together you know right? and and you you're definitely right on on all points right there a lot of a lot of people want to want to jump on when the wheel is moving but it, it takes a lot of hard work from the beginning to uh to start something right i mean the the person who made that comment saying <clears throat> excuse me why you know we have facebook well that like you said that's the mentality that, that that that's how they want us to keep because when facebook snapchat tiktok came out we were jumping on it we we, we, we were signing up logging it oh we got tiktok now oh let's sign up on tiktok right like nothing but when somebody when a black person comes out and put something to empower the community that would benefit us we're like oh man another platform Ah, oh, this and that. You're probably gonna want money. This uh -huh. and that, and and I'm like, and we're like, really? That's the. If you look at what we post on Instagram, if you look at what we're trying to do, if you look at my background, uh, uh, veteran in the military, I did seven years in the military. You know, I'm, I'm, I taught myself web, web design and development. I'm a philanthropist. 
Um, I'm married to, to a beautiful black woman. Mm -hmm. Woman, if you look at all that stuff, that should tell you, hey, um, this this guy got something going, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, this guy, this girl got something going, mm -hmm. and let's let's support and see and see the so outcome. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, you have you have you you have um, a lot of uh, a lot of a lot of social media platforms that we would like to work with us, right? There, there's there, there's room for all of us. Mm -hmm. And I don't want people to look at it as, as a competition. Mm -hmm. or, uh, it's a competition. No, there's room for all of us. And this is going to give us give us exposure. Yeah, so please. we need people to get on board. Yeah. We need the Black platform to get on board. We sent, mm -hmm. we sent a dozen of emails to these other platforms, and we have not received one one response. Wow. Right? We told them, hey, we got a plan. Let's come together. Let's mm -hmm. make this plan work. And we haven't mm -hmm. received one response yet. Wow. So we're still waiting. We're still pushing our content out there. Yeah. And that way, we, we need to start working as a collective instead of, yes. instead of it, being separated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with him. I totally agree with him. So people, if you want this guy on your platform, you want to have another sit down, just repost this video. <clears throat> repost this video. Have it going out there to bring awareness to a cause like this. And let us try to get behind this. Listen, you're not going to die. Okay. Let's just be realistic here. You are not going to die if you stay off of social media for two days. Be on the yeah. side. Now, this is me and my Caribbean accent. I get real at this point. Y'all know when I get accenty, I be getting real. So <laughs> you're not going to die here. Listen, plan a barbecue. Go outside and walk in the sun the sun is good for you okay <laughs> have a family reunion on that day come on now know your cousins and your cousins make sure nobody ain't doing nothing with the cousins cousins do do something get to know your family again go out plan a weekend out take off the wi-fi don't get tempted this is for a cause we need to show these people that they need to remember that the reason that you have all these riches is from us because when these people get rich understand that when these celebrities and other people get rich they're not really buying expensive stuff like we are understand they only buy expensive stuff because they got sponsored to them okay so once i wear your gown other people are gonna buy it they're not actually buying the dress you see on give me a award show on these award show you know this man getting yeah. sponsored yeah. it's we that's buying it so you you're right on that. I mean, they're a marketing tool. Boom. Right. Why 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 do they need to spend their money when people look at them and like, hey, they got so many followers, they got a back end. Let let the company companies um, could provide expendable products. They don't really care as long as you got a big platform. As long as you, you. as long as you got a big following. And, and and every day when you look at social media, it's all about following. Hey, thank hey, you. Hey, follow me. Follow follow for follow. This and that. Right. Thank you. But um. But a lot of these, so I saw an article the other day mm -hmm. about um, billionaires, right? Mm. There, there is 615, I think they said in the U.S. is 615 billionaires in the mm. U.S. And only six of them is black. Wow. Six of them is black. Wow. And when Let I that, I was like, I was like, wow. So the, the other um, 600 plus I mean, what race are they? Well, we know the majority, you know, mm -hmm. we know the majority who, who who owns everything, right? Right. And this is what I'm saying, because we, we, we have stuff and we sell it. Yeah. We have our company and we sell it for to get that quick money. We 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 don't really we as the people don't care about ownership. Mm -hmm. And that has to change. We have to start yes. owning owning our things. Look mm -hmm. look at uh when MySpace came out, right? Mm -hmm. 
everybody was on MySpace. Bah, 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 boom. Ah, let, let, let's go on MySpace. MySpace mm. is it, right? And then MySpace sold his company, right? Mm. $580 million. Mm. Right? To who? Was it Amazon or that's somebody no, else? No, no, no. He sold it to, I forget where he, where he sold it to. Uh, I'll look but at it. Amazon. It's, it's, it's a different company. He okay, sold it I'll put it there. 80 million, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And um, and he um, he he's out world traveling, doing whatever, right? But mm-hmm. I don't know. But but the money that he got is it going back to the community, right? Is it is it? No, it's not. He's out there traveling. He's probably yes. doing thing, this and that, right? This is not what Black M is about, mm. right? Black empowerment. Black M is about um, uh, empowering the community to do for self. Right, mm-hmm. we we have to show the community that hey, I I could I I could have a plan one day and the next day I go out and I start working on that Execute plan, it, yeah. that plan, right? Um, we we should we could teach each other and and, and knowledge instead of trying to sell each other knowledge. Yeah, for me, there's a lot of knowledge that that don't have to be sold. Thank you. A lot of knowledge that could be, and and this is one of the goals of uh of Black M is like hey, one of our future goals is like hey. People need training in, in, a, in a certain area. Mm-hmm. We're going to provide a workshop. We're going to mm-hmm. provide a workshop. 20 people, 30 mm-hmm. people or more go and learn these things, right? That, yes. That's what Black M is about. And, mm-hmm. and that's what we're trying to get a lot of companies on uh, to show that, hey, that. Um, we that. have a goal. We have a goal. Our goal might be scattered right now because yeah. we're still young. Yeah. Right? But we do have a goal. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. I completely agree with you because in... I have I noticed this recently. I am actually into learning everything cryptocurrency, and I found this girl who knew about forex trading. Mm-hmm. So I went to her, and she seems to be versed. You know, things are going well. She have a platform. You know, things are people are having meetings or whatever, whatever. So I wanted to join a meeting. I joined a meeting, and you know, when we got there, I figured they were going to teach people about forex trading because you want your black people to learn about this because this is the new wave and do it so they can see. And when you do that, other people are going to come. But what is happening is when I went to the meeting, they were just advertising their app, right? And they didn't say anything about the forex trading, how you could do it, blah, blah, blah. blah. And then in half an hour, they were gone. So then I messaged her initially to have her come on the show to tell black people, yo, things are changing. They're not using money anymore. This is for trading. You should look here and look here. I thought, you know, with her coming, she would get an exposure for her platform. She would be teaching our people how to do trading, blah, 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 blah. She told me in order for me to get her to come, I got to go pay her site to, to get the information. And I'm like, oh. that is bad. That is so bad. Because when you do that, there are only a limited amount of people. We can't trust you now because we don't know what you're about. And you are limiting yourself to the platform that is that is going to go out there. That's, that's not what you do. If you're trying to empower our people, show our people the new path, show them for, for free or however, however you want to do it. But don't expense our people. We are talking about our people being the lesser in the economy. We don't have an econo- economic foundation here. We can't really afford certain things, even though we can't afford it, <laughs> right? <laughs> but at the end of the day, teach our people how to, to fish. And then, and wherever, wherever that saying goes, I ain't even going to try to remember. But at the end of- They'll go and fish for themselves, right? And, and, <laughs> and, and that's the goal. Um, people, a lot of people are on this is get, get money quick scheme. And that's, yes. not, that's not what it's about, right? We have to make Black Empowerment a priority. Yes. Um, 
when like he's saying when this forex thing I, i've seen this forex stuff a lot but yes. i really haven't looked into it right Oof. and i got a video about people it, are pushing it people are pushing it, this and that yes. but it's like there are information that should be free yes please should be free because empowering the community is is, is putting information out there that's free yes you can get, get a house in order yeah like, Definitely to get a house in order. And 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 when we get a house in order by Eddie Kenner, oh, then we can put a price on it. In, right. Yeah. yeah. Then we can present it. Then we can bring people in and things like that. But yeah, that's why I, uh, for us, when we put our information out there on Instagram, Facebook, uh, on Black M, mm-hmm. um, we put it out there uh, for free. We're not saying, hey, pay us for this information. Yeah, this is the information that, hey, we've seen over the years and we're like, hey, how can we put this in, in a post? Mm-hmm. How can we show people that, hey, um, we, we, we can have these things. We, we, we can become our own entity yeah. um, by just coming together, unifying, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and creating things for ourselves. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you completely. Um, the thing is, there are a lot of videos right now, and these are from the other races as well, that is talking about the forex trading, which trades you can do, how to trade. I saw a whole four-hour video of this guy breaking it down. Are you trying to get me pay for your stuff and you're not even having it free where I can actually access? I can't get onto your page without me paying to get onto your page. How am I supposed to know anything? So that's bad strategy. That's bad business mind. That, so that, that is, uh, sorry, sorry to cut you off. No, um, do you, do you. Sorry, um, so there's an old saying that, that I've seen, like, if you want to hide something from black people, you put it in a book, right? Because <laughs> cause, cause a lot of black people really don't read it. They scroll mm-hmm. and they like and this and that, right? Exactly. I mean, a lot of content we put out there is, is uh, readable content. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you would see, you would see a big uh, Instagram post with, with big letters, but mm-hmm. behind that, behind some of those posts, there is content to read. Mm-hmm. And that post is to attract people, right? Of course, you want to attract somebody on that post, yes. um, but you also want that person to read. So what we have to do is instead of just putting information out there this and that right we have to read we have to read read mm-hmm. about it and when we read we know that hey there's certain information there's, there's a lot of valuable information we can get for free right so if if that lady um was i if i look at it from my perspective if, yes. if she was all about giving information free she would understand hey let me give what i can for yes. free and then see see how people are going to react when it exactly. comes to, right and that's how it should be. We, yes. we think everything is a cost. Everything is not no, a cost. Right? It's not. It's not a cost. cost. It's not. You no. can't. You can't expect us to believe that your trading is going to work if we don't see proof of it, right? And and that's yeah. what happened. The whole half an hour, there weren't any proof. They just show us, oh, this person made money from joining this site. This person made oh. money from joining that site. But they never mentioned in order for you to get access to the site, you have to pay. They just said, no, go access the site. They never said anything about paying. And that's bad. And this is why black people don't trust each other because of mentality like that. Mind you, you may have a good head start in what you want to do, but your strategy needs to change. You have to change your strategy. Or else people, we're not going to go anywhere. We're not. We're not going to trust each other. And ch- and changing and changing the strategy is, is, um, is learning, right? It's is being educated by people mm-hmm. who are already educated, who yes. understand that, right? That tells you, hey, in order for you to, to, to get people to access your stuff, you got to change that mindset that, hey, I want to make a quick money. Because listen, you pay the money, you sign up on, on the Forex website, 
what do you get? You don't know what you're getting after you sign up, but they already got that money, right? Mm-hmm, so exactly. it's, it's probably going to be up to you now to right. figure out how you're going to do, you know, do 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 that forex transaction exactly. and all that stuff, right? Yeah. But they already get got paid. Yeah. So um, and that's why we need more more people who are educated in the black community. Yes. Up. Stand up and start educating about finances. Yes. Where we should put our money, how we should put our money, what books we should read, yes. what books we should read, right? Yes. What books we should read. Agree. Reading. Yes. Reading, okay. So. <laughs> I agree with you. We don't. We don't like reading, and that's the understanding. That's how they got us. That's how they got us to all these different laws because we're the submissive community. We're the like, oh, the judge said this, so I have to abide. You know what I mean? We don't like to read the the fine print of things. And this is how they got us. So yes, we need to read. And so with him saying that, I'll post a few books there that you can read that will show you where to go, okay? And and stop being lazy. <sighs> All right. Yeah, so- in the Caribbean, you know, we uh in, in the Caribbean, we always lazy, right? We yes. always like laid back, you know. Let me tell um, you, like when I so there's a time when I had to get my passport, right? Uh turn mm-hmm. that passport renewed. And I called Trina, I said, hey, I gotta get my passport, my Trina passport, right? And the guy was saying, man, you, you know we lazy down here, man. I mean, <laughs> you'll, you'll get your passport, but we, you know, we take our you time. And I was right. like, I was like, yeah, I remember that, right? Because we, we all have a mentality. And when you come to the US, it's all like, oh, you know, let, let me get this, let me get that, let me get that, right? Mm-hmm. It's high speed. And, that, mm-hmm. and literally that, that's how the US is. Mm-hmm. Because when I go back home, I'm relaxing, you know, I'm relaxing, I'm drinking a coconut water, <laughs> you know, I'm doing things we Korean people like it's to do. It's true right? that you're on vacation. <laughs> you're on vacation, right? And when I come to the US, like I'm back in the grind. I got to do it, I got to yes. do it, right? Um, mm-hmm. as, as a community, uh, moving forward, as a community, as, as black people, we we have to, um, we have to seek knowledge as well, right? Mm-hmm. It's not only waiting for somebody, waiting for somebody to tell you. We have to seek knowledge, right? Because I saw this another article on social media. People are posting out, oh, the first black, um, our first black-owned exchange or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen that on uh, mm-hmm. social media. And um, and then people are saying, yeah, yeah, I can't wait to the, the exchange come out. We 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 can we we can uh, do trading and stuff. Mm-hmm. But then I saw another post where a lady posted under the post. She's like. You guys have to start reading and knowing your facts and digging deeper because she posted that the the black black currency exchange or or, or the black trade exchange mm-hmm. it's uh it's owned by not not us it's not yeah, owned by period. it was created by us there we go and people are, people are thinking it's fully black owned right because of the label yeah, because of the label mm-hmm. so we, we the stock market so we we have to look deeper than what we've seen uh, at face value uh, yes right? I agree with you I and, definitely and, and, agree. And when you come in, when you come into blackm.com, when you sign up, that's the goal of blackm. Mm. You guys are not looking at everything at face value, but but you guys are around people who are really who really have this knowledge, mm-hmm. who really can educate, who really can teach, right? Mm-hmm. Who really can uh, be a therapist, right? Mm-hmm. Or mental trauma that we go yes. to on social media, you know. That's the goal. Mm-hmm. That's the goal of black and yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the same thing. He has a point because it with the um black life matter movement, mm-hmm. when you look behind it, it's the government. So the true. money weren't going back to us as well. So we need this is how desperate we are. That should show you how desperate we are for black empowerment, black togetherness. Because once we see black anything, we follow it because we want it. And they're using our desperation to be able to gain from us. So now we have to be smart. 
play chess, people. Chess. We have to learn to play chess. <laughs> or else they'll keep tricking you. Play at their game. They're playing chess with you all the time. So make sure to play chess as well. With yeah. that being said, go ahead, go ahead. You're right. Uh, we, we have to stop playing chess in the seconds. Uh, we, we have to we have to unite um, mm-hmm. on, under the black empowerment and um, I had a thought in my head, but, but, but it, it left. Think about it. We were playing uh, chess. We have to be smart about it. I was saying all those good stuff. Where is it? Come back, talk. Come back. Talk. <laughs> I had, I had some, but, but it left, but, but it's, it's all, it's all about um, um, d- doing for self. It, it's mm-hmm. all about building wealth. Right. And, and, um, and showing that our generation, you know, will be successful. Our great grand, the, the era of our great grand and beyond. Mm-hmm. We want to make sure that racism doesn't exist for them. Period. We, we want to make sure that the door Period. is wide open for them to succeed. Yes. That they have access to total resources mm-hmm. that that we created. You know, we we want we need to show that man. We need yeah. to, you know, show them how to be united. We need to hire. We need to hire each other. We need to. Yes. Oh, another thing too. Um, I know there's a lot of black people that have businesses, right? We need to highlight these businesses. And also mm-hmm. we need to show, we need to have, one thing I've seen in a lot of black businesses online when I hear about it is customer service. Mm-hmm. Customer service. It's like- It's horrible. It, it's it's really horrible. I and mean, we, we need to understand what customer service is about. Listen, we need to get this. You coming from the Caribbean, you should know how customer service down here is. <laughs> understand? We is the worst. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, you're right. You're right about that. So when it comes to that. I'm it, telling it, you. It's so we we, we attitude. Too much attitude. Like seriously, you will call customer service over here in Barbados. And the men got full attitude, like you begging them for something you want information <laughs> hello uh-huh all right and they hang out. legit they're what people complain about say over here all the time we are yeah. the worst we need to do better have more patience stop being attitudey people yeah. ask questions yeah. because they do not know so tell them if they knew they won't ask you anything that's true that is true come we on treat, we have to treat each other better Come yeah. on now, and then when and then when a whole other race comes, he's like, "Oh hi, how are you? You're all nice." And then I expect me to be like, "Hello, so 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 about me, right?" Come oh, on. Like when, oh, like when, like when when uh when a black store messed up, right? It did something right. wrong. Oh, I'm not buying from the store no more, right? Oh, but when but when but when the store is not black owned, we're you still believe. going, right? We're not okay. criticizing them as hard as we criticize them. Thank you, thank you. No. Come on. And, we should, we should look at the whole picture. And, and Thank you. Think about it. Why, where did you get that reaction from? Think about that. That's why I tell people, study your emotions. Study your emotions and you will understand where all of these things are coming from. These are not your actions. These are pre-programmed actions within you. You're not being yourself. So sit down and take a step back and reevaluate you. Why did you react that way? What pushed you to do that? Where did you get that thinking from? All of those things we have to regroup. So we have a lot of work to do in our community. We have a lot of healing to do, but it begins with us coming back together, understanding each other, having conversation, being naked with your emotions with each other. Say, hey, I don't trust you. I want to trust you, but I don't. How can I? You know what I mean? Let them people know how you're feeling or else we're always going to be here 
with that um, gossipy neighbor type of thing where you like, oh, hi, Pearly. I'm in your head. You're like, oh, I hate you. No, no, no. Drop back. <laughs> Let <laughs> Pearly. <laughs> Go ahead. They, they, they ain't minding their business, man. Boom. Exactly. <laughs> but us black people need to, need, need to get on. We need to start getting on black platforms. We need to start, yes. you know, that, that are forced by us. We need to exactly. start going. Um, we, need, we need to start engaging. And this, this is a, another thing I see um, when we're online. We're not really engaging. We're not really starting a conversation. We, nope. we, need to give, we need to give people feedback. We need to start yes. in the narrative. We, we need to continue to talk about um, issues and solutions, mm -hmm. right? And hopefully mm -hmm. we have more solutions and less issues. Yes. That's what we're going for, more solutions and less issues. Okay. Uh, because we're trying to change the game here, yes. right? And and we, we're not trying to change the game for us present, no. our future generations. We got to worry about kids. our future generations because mm -hmm. we, we are bringing them into this world. Thank we you. We got to make sure that they're set in exactly. this world, right? Exactly. What, <laughs> what he said. What he said. So uh, I would say people, um, or black people, the black community, um, should should definitely uh, join our Facebook group. Please. Um, our Facebook group. Well, we have a Facebook page and a Facebook Facebook group. So mm -hmm. we have uh, Blackem B L K E M as our Facebook page, and our Facebook group is the Blackem Initiative mm -hmm. um, Social Media Shutdown. Mm -hmm. Once people start joining. I think we'll be able to organize effectively. Mm -hmm. and, and like you said, um, we, we can, who knows, we can change the date, right? Yes. When do we want to change? But, mm -hmm. but, but just understand that we're doing this on a, on a platform Ooh, that is yes. owned by us, right? Got you. So, so they're going to know still. Yeah. So, but the whole goal, <laughs> the whole goal is, is to eventually get every, get a, um, all a lot of the community back to um, black platforms, right? Yeah. So. Yes, yes, please. With that being said, listen, if you do app, right, or you know anything about doing an app in any summer fashion, message us so we can see where we can point you, point you to this direction so we can have our own app. We want WhatsApp too. We want WhatsApp number two that we can call some other app or Facebook or Instagram or TikTok. Let us start getting our own. We need to have that own mind mentality. This below. We own this. Let us go on our platform because we are the big reposters of things. Oh, look, my friend got this. Let me repost. If you are able to do an app out there or have an idea of an app, please put it out there. We don't go to no white person. Okay. Come to the black community. We want you badly. All right. And they, one, one more thing before, you know, uh, yeah. they, they have to understand that they have to understand that um, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, wasn't grown overnight, right? They have, to, they have to have patience. A lot of black people yes. don't have patience. They want to like, hey, you know, why do we have this? You should have this. Blah, blah, blah. But the thing is, um, um, change takes time. Building yeah. takes time, right? I, I, we, my wife and I had put out a video. I don't know. I don't know if you saw it. it it's on our Instagram page, but it's it's a kind of like a. Um, I'll post it there. Socially compelling, but afraid to detach. How that make you feel? Nowhere to go. Things wouldn't be the same. Nothing of our own. Congratulations. You can finally break away. Don't worry about the critics. They'll switch. Change takes time. Doubting is part of it. A visionary sees the light.
before the rest. Rise up, those that matter will follow. Those who stay behind don't matter. Blackham, be the change. Yeah, it's a promo for us that we created, but it's not a visual. If you listen mm -hmm. to the message, mm -hmm. the message would tell you that um, that what we're trying to do, right? The message mm -hmm. would tell you, hey, we should definitely um, we should definitely build a community together, right? Build mm -hmm. a community together because if we don't stop building a community together, if we don't stop building a community together, mm -hmm. we'll continue to be at the same position as we were, and mm -hmm. then other countries. That, that, that are disrespecting us and yes, don't have please. respect for us at all are still going to be disrespecting us. Yes, We're still going to be treated as the, the, the bottom, you know, the bottom, the bottom feeder. The yeah. bottom feeder, right? Yeah. And so that's why we need, we need people to be patient with us. We need people to start growing us. We need people to start bringing ideas to us. That yeah. way we can grow as a community. I agree with you. I agree with you. Um, I would love to have you back so we can actually some more about certain things that will bring awareness to this here this is something that we need in our community we're not trying to split each other from other people because we have our reasons it's not working out we're divorcing you we want we want people <laughs> social media non-black social media is just an entanglement okay <laughs> Shit. <laughs> it's true we don't want it let's let just leave it alone <laughs> agree with you with that being said this was an awesome conversation so guys please go to their pages i will post a bunch of their ads and everything during the course of this video so please go to their pages join this movement let us let that let us show that we can be united and we, they need us. They need us. We need to know this. We need to know that they need us. They know they need us, but we don't know. Okay? So, <laughs> they need us. We need to realize that and do something about it. Okay? With that being said, thank you so much for coming to my platform. It was such a pleasure having you here. I will make sure to post this as soon as possible so that they can get aware of this because we only have a month and some to get this off the ground. Yes. All right? So we're going to get this out there. We're going to repost this as much as we can and get people moving. Like how the Black the black Collision came in, is it what, a month ago or a little bit? And God, look how huge they are. We can do this. We can do this, people. Let us do this. That's so, true. Go ahead. They, they started in... Uh, After the Blackout Tuesday thing. Yeah, they, they started in... So they, they started gaining their followers. Like They had like probably like 50,000 in like two mm -hmm. weeks. And then yes, the word please. just spread like wildfire and yes. they, they got so big. Yes. Um, and and we're trying to mimic that in a yes, way, um, but also we're trying to tell them, hey, let's work together. Yes, you know? this, don't have to be, this don't have to be a one person show. Yes, please, you know? yes, please. Um, yeah, if people if people want to read more about um, what we have going on or what's, mm -hmm. what, what, what's coming out from our consciousness, Mm -hmm. uh, they can go on our Instagram, which is uh, blackm underscore, and or they can find us on on on, uh, on Facebook. But mm -hmm. but the, the main thing is to sign up on our website, blackm.com. Yes, blackm.com. Black sign up on our website, and you'll see the content that we post in there as well. Got you, got you. Well, thank you for coming, and do what I said earlier. I repeat myself. <laughs> go follow your pages and do what you need to do. With that being said, guys, have an awesome day. 
please be awesome as always find your awesome within your awesome and have a fantastic day thank you so much for watching my video bye guys thanks for having me bye <laughs>